Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Today is the second part of a, um, the topic when we have t- started talking about the somatosensory pathway. So last time we talked about basically how, how these sensations are picked up through what receptors and what type of axons they come through. And today what we're going to focus on is the pathways of when they get picked up, how they cross in the spinal cord and reach the final destination of the cortex in the brain. What we've done is that we've got a YouTube channel called Common Rounds, if you go and search it up on YouTube, and we've got diagrams and um, I've drawn out basically how these pathways cross throughout the brainstem, and if you'd like to, you can go visit that and have a look at it as well. But what we'll do is, um, today we're just going to quickly run through these different pathways as well and give a quick recap and focus on the functionality and how what kind of information they contain. Mm, exactly right, yeah, and I think you've done a great job um, demonstrating, because for people who prefer visual um, you know, input as well, mm. it's a really good resource for them to have a quick look at, and they're very short videos that can mm. sort of put pictures to, to the words that we're describing um, yep. in this podcast. Mm. So let's kick us off, Andy, by talking about the dorsal column. Um, that's mm. a really important pathway yep. where information is transmitted. Yep. Firstly, what sort of information does the dorsal column carry? Yep. The dorsal column carries information such as fine touch, it contains information such as proprioception, mm-hmm. vibration, and press sensation from both the limbs as well as like you know, lower limb, upper limb, and yep. the trunk as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what sort of um, mm. nerve fibers bring those in? We kind of alluded yep. to it last week um, yep. uh, in our episode, but mm. what does it do? Okay. So in, in this case, they mainly contain a, alpha, a beta fibers, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. And what happens is that these information reach the dorsal root of the back of the spinal cord. Yeah. Um, and it's very important to understand that with all these systems that we're describing, all these different pathways, there's three main axons. So there's information, there's a primary sensory neuron. Yep. There's a secondary sensory neuron and a tertiary sensory neuron. Yeah. So the primary sensory neuron is the neuron that, that can, brings information from the limbs to the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. And in the case of the dorsal column, they go in through the back, through the dorsal roots, and then they travel up the spinal cord through the dorsal column and this is on the same side as they do not cross over at this point in time so that means that they uh, they ascend ipsilaterally that's right and the lower spinal cord levels they travel through this path called the um, the gracilis uh, fasciculus gracilis and one the information that come in through the upper limbs, they travel through the pathway called the fasciculus cuneatus. Yeah. So the dorsal column is divided into two components, right? One is the um, fasciculus gracilis, uh, gracilis yeah. and fasciculus cuneatus. Mm. So cuneatus takes information from the upper limb. Yeah. Gracilis takes information from the lower limb. Yes. And it's really good because you can orient. If you look at the spinal cord, if you see the two humps on a column, you know that you're further up because yes. the two humps correspond to the fact that you have. Um, columns from the gra- yeah the yeah. gracilis and columns from the cuneatus, but mm. together they form the dorsal column, and that's mm. why we broadly refer to them to the dorsal column. So now that we've made that distinction, mm. what happens once this um, pathway reaches the the medulla, so which is the lower portion of the um, brainstem? The brainstem um, mm. does it cross there or does it cross somewhere else? Yeah. So fibers from the fasciculus gracilis they synapse with the secondary neurons, and so what once they've synapsed. They cross to the opposite side, which means that they've crossed to the contralateral side, and they cross through these fibers called the internal arcuate fibers. Once they've gotten to the opposite side, they ascend through the brainstem through this pathway called the medial lemniscus, and then 
they start to travel towards the, the thalamus, mm-hmm. and then they reach this region called the ventral posterior lateral nucleus of the thalamus. VPL or, for short, I think. Yeah, it's VPL. Yeah. And then from that point, they synapse in the thalamus, and uh, they, the tertiary fibers, the third ones, they stem from that point, and then they go into the respective somatosensory cortex, and then that basically gets, and that's the, the final destination mm-hmm. exactly derived. yeah well put so mm-hmm. um from the thalamus it's important to mention that from uh, the fibers from the thalamus mm-hmm. um so we're referring to tertiary neurons now that take this information to the um, the cortex the primary sensory cortex they travel through a very important structural component in the brain okay. called the internal capsule internal capsule is mm-hmm. you know one of the key um sort of highways or hubs where a lot of the information from the brain so the cortex travels to the brainstem and then outward. So keep that word in mind, the internal capture. It's a very important um, sort of structural um, pathway to, to bear in mind. Okay, yeah. So that's the dorsal column. But there is another important pathway, which is the spinothalamic column, which is predominantly yeah. uh, associated with pain. Another name that you guys might come across is called the ant- anterolateral. And the name actually describes where you might find that in the spinal cord. Mm. How does that... So what sort of information does that transfer? Yep. Yeah. So in contrast to the dorsal column, these guys contain pain and temperature and very crude touch sensations yeah. from the extremities as well as the trunk. Yeah, but mainly pain mm. and temperature is, is what I've really come across. Mm. And what sort of fibers bring information? We mentioned yeah. it already in our mm. previous episode. So if you remember that pain and temperature are carried by L, A, Delta and C fibers, then that's the one that yeah. you find. We yeah. sort of, uh, you might come across, I found this quite confusing, but A, Delta is equivalent to a class 3 neuron, <clears throat> sensory neuron, mm. and a class 4 refers to a, um, a C fiber as well. So you might see those names mm. in textbooks that you read. They're interchangeable. They mean the same thing. Mm. But these fibers, interestingly, mm. uh, we mentioned that the lower limb fibers from the dorsal column synapse in the gracilis fasciculus. Yep. These guys have also interesting synapses as well. Mm. So I think the A delta fiber synapse yep. at the posterior margin, uh, marginalis mm-hmm. and the nucleus proprius in the spinal cord. Okay. They're the names given to the different lamellae that we mentioned when we talked about the spinal cord episode. So if you're not sure, maybe have a listen to that or look look it up in a textbook. Yep. And the C fiber synapse at the substantia um, gelat- gelatinosa, which yep. is another sort of lamellae. I think it's lamellae two or three that it's corresponding to. Mm. So once they do the synapse, what happens is it cross in the midbrain, or does it cross lower down? Yep. So once they come into the spinal cord, pretty much they cross straight away mm-hmm. to the opposite side. Yep. And so what happens is the primary neurons, they come in and then they synapse straight away at the spinal cord. And it's the secondary neuron that stems from the spinal yep. cord that crosses straight away uh, to the opposite side. From that, uh, it ascends through the opposite spinal thalamic tract in the sp- uh, spinal cord and then goes into the medulla yep. and then from that point on it goes through this uh i think it's called the spinal uh spinal lemniscus is it the um, spinal lemniscus into the yeah into oh, the I've, just, I've, I've always learned it as a spinosalamic path but it just doesn't change it's just yeah. all the way all to the top and it mm. actually it makes it easier because it synapses at the thalamus at the same nucleus as the um the dorsal columns at, yep. at um, uh, BPL as well yeah. and from there same mm. thing tertiary neurons then take that information back to the um, primary somatosensory cortex mm. so the reason we're harping on about crossing over it's really important because let's say you have a um, hemorrhage of the spinal cord mm. it could depending on whether the pathways have crossed it could mean that you might have ipsilateral mm. sensory loss on the same side mm. or it could be contralateral that's what we're kind of mentioning yeah, there was this um i think a good example would be a bronwyn saccade mm. kind of type yep. of um, injury where let's say if you've lost uh if you've lost this uh 
uh, I guess, damage to half of your spinal yep. cord. Since the dorsal column crosses later up in the in the midbrain, whereas the pain and temperature in the spinal thalamic tract crosses straight away, yep. you've got different limbs that right. have lost different sensations. Yeah, so the, on one limb, you don't have pain. On the other limb, you have sensation. It's so interesting. Yes. We're going to talk about a lot of these um, sort of pathologies in the future, yeah. but we're just uh, getting, you know, wetting your appetite for what's to come. Yeah. There are other sensory pathways as well. So the spinocellular pathways are really important. Okay. There are a couple of there is, there is four tracks that are really important to understand. We'll mention it just for completeness for now, but there's the dorsal spinocerebellar tracks, for example, cuneocerebellar, rostral and ventral tracks as well. Mm. We'll leave it at that because we're going to dedicate an entire podcast episode on the cerebellum. In fact, I think it might be one or two episodes because it's such an important it topic. Good, yeah. um, and as you know, you know, all of these essentially go to the somatosensory cortex and from there, the somatosensory cortex um, uh, communicates to other various regions for you know, computing and um, integrating that information. Mm. So that's a very brief overview of some of the key pathways. Yep. In our next episode, we're going to explore the pain a little bit more because that's really interesting. It's got a few ways of mod- modulating pain, which is really worth discussing. Yep. So another short episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you join us in our next episode. See you next time. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer, Gautam, and our co-editor, Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on the commonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.